Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that devising theatre is one of my favourite things to do but is also one of my most terrifying and uh, it turns my brain to mush a lot of the time <laughs> throughout the process. But for some reason I keep going back for more. You're listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. My name's Justin or you can call me Stin. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're one of our many loyal listeners, welcome back. On this episode, we sit down with creative director Natalie Rose of Shopfront Arts Co-op to discuss the newest work of their harness ensemble, Where Shall We Meet? Natalie's time in theatre spans over 20 years and with a wealth of experience behind her, she had more than enough theatre thoughts to satiate our appetite. Don't forget, you can find all of our episode information on our dedicated podcast site. Follow the link in this episode's description to find our link tree, which has all the information you need to follow us on all our socials. So get ready to once again switch on those thoughts and explore the world of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. We have a very special guest on today that I've been lining up for a while now. We have one third of the Performance Collective Post joining us from Shopfront Arts Co-op. She is the creative director at Shopfront's Arts and has been involved in Australia's contemporary art scene for the past 22 years. In those years, she's facilitated workshops for young and emerging artists with and without disability. And in 2022, she's continued to develop this work, directing Shopfront Arts Harness Ensemble in the third full-length work, Where Shall We Meet?, as well as devising a new work with young people from Shopfront and the Australian Theatre for Young People titled The Lies We Were Told. And most recently, she's been selected by the Australia Council of the Arts as a 2022 Arts Leader recipient. I'm pleased, pleased, pleased to welcome Natalie Rose to the podcast. Hey Justin, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. So you are currently directing uh, Where Shall We Meet uh, with Jane Fegan, I believe. We'll get to that in a second, um, but I want to kind of just talk about you and your career because like I said at the beginning, you've spanned like 22 years of theatre, which is a massive amount. Um, So I'm sure you have many, many, many stories, but could you kind of condense it into a bit of a uh, nutshell of of your career and, and your highlights and who you are. Sure. that That's a simple task, isn't it, Justin, <laughs> that you've given me there? So I started my theatre practice at the University of Western Sydney, Nepean. Um, it's a course that's no longer there, like many arts courses in this country. 
um, and then went on to be a part of uh, Pact Ensemble. They had a year-long ensemble at that point. And during that time, I met the two other members of Post, uh, Mish Grigor and Zoe Coombsma, and we improvised a scene together and found each other so hilariously funny that we just decided we wanted to make work together. And so we've been making work together for since 2004, so that is a very long time, 18 years. And then alongside that, I've always had an individual practice as well of working with young people and emerging artists with and without disability and creating work, devised theatre that is created in collaboration with those people. And then that led me to facilitating workshops in different arts organisations around Sydney and then landed at Shopfront and haven't really left since then. Excellent. That's great. Yeah, I, I like Shopfront. Um, I've only been there maybe once or twice, but it's such a, a great little space and you guys do so much, yeah, diverse and new work and also important work, which I think is really great to see. Yeah, I think one thing that places Shopfront in a unique position um, within youth arts in this country, but specifically Sydney, is that all of the work that we create with young people and emerging artists is devised by them. So we never go into a room with a script and say, we're doing this show right now. All of the ideas come from the people in the room. And then they get to work with established theatre practitioners who have those extra skills of sort of piecing all of those ideas together to create a cohesive piece of theatre or whatever art form that may be. So Shopfront, we do film as well. We do visual arts. Um, It's a real creative hub for young people to to do work on stage and in front of a camera, but also behind the scenes as well. Right, okay. And and you're currently working on Where Shall We Meet? So Where Shall We Meet, looking at like kind of the, the bio of it, it's, it's classed as a compelling and powerful performance that focuses on emerging artists with and without disability and mental health diagnosis. So I kind of want to know, where did the beginnings of this idea come from? I think... Um, Well, the ensemble has been around since 20, I want to say it was sort of before my time at Shopfront, but I want to say sort of 2013. And it was originally designed um, by ensemble members who were in a disability program at Shopfront. And once they aged up over 18, they didn't want to make work with the younger kids anymore and they wanted to create their own ensemble. And then from 2017, which is when I became creative director at Shopfront, we opened up that ensemble. So it wasn't about people with disability creating work, but it was about emerging artists creating work and having a passion to put their stories on stage. And it just may be that some of those ensemble members have disability or mental health diagnosis, but the work is not about that. And so the idea for this show I mean, this is the third show that the Harness Ensemble have created together. But the idea for this, I think, like a lot of works, I'm sure, around Sydney right now, from lockdown and things, there became this idea of, you know, connection and and disconnection from the world and what does the world look like now. But obviously we did not want to make a show about COVID. Mm. Everybody's Mm. over that. Yeah. (laughs) And, Yeah. yeah, everyone's very much over it. But these young adults, you know, for some of them it was their first time living out of home and then suddenly they're forced into lockdown. So this this idea, this exciting idea of like being 19 and living by yourself suddenly becomes a very different thing to what you imagined. And so they were sort of the beginnings of the idea. But from that, in the room, it's expanded to the idea of connection and misconnection and what that means at different points throughout your life. 
like when you're five, you can make best friends with somebody over a pair of shoes they're wearing and then you're just best friends. Whereas when you get older, that changes a lot, obviously. So, yeah, exploring this idea of connection and misconnection, but also growing up and where do you actually feel the most connected and how do we shape our persona or who we are based on what what people we're interacting with or what's, you know, we all have these very different groups that we belong to. And I think we all alter our personalities slightly depending on which group we're interacting with. Mm. And so what does that look like? And where where in the world can you actually be your true authentic self? And and how can we celebrate difference and and welcome otherness and separateness in this world where we're at times sort of pre pre-described to fit into these little boxes. Mm, yeah. But what happens if none of us fit into the box sort of I thing? I think that's beautiful. I think yeah, yeah, that I think that's quite a lot No, no, yeah. it's great. It's great. No, I like I like what you said about the boxes because I feel like that is well, it's a really difficult thing to overcome for a lot of people, you know, they 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 you know feel like they're being put into a box and especially when it comes to theater it is hard to break away from that box and or break out of that box and not be sort of seen as i don't know um like isolated into that box if if that makes sense yeah it does make sense and and even within the work i think we've also been pushing these ideas of what what is the relationship between a performer and the audience what are these rules of theater and how can we kind of mess with them within the work as well? Yeah. Yeah, just to sort of push the notion of like what is theatre and and what is seen as, um, you know, theatre has this, this sort of stigma of being like quite an elite place as well. So what is it to to push with that and to put these different stories on stage? And, yeah, and through the work we've been really trying to challenge the rules around theatre as, as well. Well, I guess the question that comes to me then is where did this passion come from to to put this on stage? Like everything that you're talking about is so important and fresh and important. Um, I already said important um, in theatre. <laughs> but look, where did the passion for this come from for you personally? I think I've always been um, – I think I've always wanted to see stories on stage that I can relate to and – I grew up in Western Sydney and I don't have a theatre-going family. Um, And so the things I saw were sort of mainstream things and things that, you know, school just sort of dragged you along to. But I never really felt connected with the stories that were on the stage. And, And I think from probably from that, I've always wanted to create work that is reflective reflective of the the sort of community it's within and I've always said as well that I'd, I would like to like I strive to make work that yes a theater going audience understands but also work that my parents understand and mm-hmm. and how can you sort of create work that is more accessible in the stories that are on the stage but even how an audience I think feels going to a theater like that they feel that they belong in that theater and so that has led through to the work I make with young people and emerging artists of them, of empowering them to to feel that their story is valid and that their voice should be heard on stage and that their story is as important as, you know, a classic or these stories that are, you know, scripted by one person in a room. Like, if anything, I think they're more important and authentic. <laughs> 
running a small business? Are you promoting a new show or running a theatre space? Maybe you're looking for an area to reach potential new clients. Why not advertise with us on the Theatre Thoughts podcast? We have a range of packages and prices for you to butch your ad right here on the podcast. More information, contact us at theatrethoughtsteam at outlook.com or by heading to our website, theatrethoughtsaus.online. Something um, someone said to me recently, uh, we were talking about like the great Australian plays and... Um, and they said, um, why are they always around a dinner table? Like, they're always just set at dinner. Um, just these people having dinner together. And I was just like, actually, that's so true. And so I think it's really good to to see, like, a new theatre that is reflective of the times that change. Because times are changing very quickly and people want to see more sort of like a mirror of themselves and having that is very important. So I want to ask for those who aren't sort of theatre people or have been involved in a theatre process before, uh, what does the creative process look like at Shopfronts? Can you give us like a quick snapshot of a day in the life of rehearsal? Sure. And I think that that snapshot, Justin, is probably different depending which work you're working on Mm. because it is very much led by the people in the room. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I think that devising theatre is one of my favourite things to do, but is also one of my most terrifying and uh, it turns my brain to mush a lot of the time <laughs> throughout the process. But for some reason I keep going back for more. Yes, maybe it's like childbirth and at the end you forget what that process yeah. is like so you just do it again. I think that's the most unique explanation I've heard somebody say about rehearsal process. So that's what I think it is. It's like, yeah, it's an eight-hour day of labour, um, but then at the end there's no baby because it takes more than a day, as many childbirths do, I guess. But I think, you know, in the room there's a lot of improvisation, there's a lot of writing exercises, there's a lot of discussions and I'm a big believer of the more work, the more material we have the better because then you can kind of like sift through all of that and get, you know, the the, the kernel that is like gold and let all of the other things go. But I think you have to mm. create so much in order to get to what you're really trying to say or what, you know, like that, um, yeah, that kernel of the work. I think you need to go 
very far in and sort of lose yourself for a moment to get to the yeah, good no, stuff. Yeah, no, totally resonate, completely resonate with that. I didn't answer your question. I will say that there is no, there's no dinner table in this work. Good. Well, let's talk. No stories around the <laughs> Let's talk about the work then because this is this is great um, to hear this. And I no, you did make sense about like that little gold kernel and you find that in the creative process. Like you're kind of just walking along, working along, working along, and then you go, oh, that's great. God, that's good. Let's keep that. And it's like it sticks. Um, but so let's talk about where shall we meet then? Um, so it's uh, obviously directed by yourself and Jane Feig, and it explores ideas of connection and desperate things we would do to hold on to others. And it tackles the messy process of connecting with others in this increasingly disconnected world. And it's been a long time coming. You guys worked on this in late 2021, and then you did another three-week process in July um, 2022 this year. So could you kind of give us a bit more of a, a snapshot or of an overview? I keep saying snapshot. I'm repeating myself today. <laughs> overview of, of the production? Yeah. So there's nine ensemble members and those ensemble members, yes, some um, have disability and or mental health diagnosis. And the ensemble is extremely diverse in terms of ability, um, theatre-making experience, how they identify themselves, what they do, what they want to do. Like it's a it's a great bunch of ensemble members and they range from um, early 20s up to early 30s. And the work, right. yes, is exploring otherness and, um, and celebrating difference, but it's also, yeah, it is about those things that how far will you go to connect with someone? How far will you go to connect with an audience? How far will you go to, you know, be the most relatable or the person that the people like the best? Right, yeah. And the work is, is at the moment, you know, it's made up of some really beautiful movement pieces. We've had Martin DeLamo in with us um, choreographing some of the movement stuff, which is just exquisite and there's also some great text and like some verbatim text as well there's some beautiful poetic language but yeah also this sort of quite banal things that people are talking about which Mm. is just to me chef's kiss yeah um and and it's funny and it's at times sad yeah I think it's like a real a real mix of things and it's a bit silly, and absur- which, you know, I take being silly very seriously. So I think that sort of rubbed off on the ensemble as well. Mm. No, I think that's always good when you have a director who's just silly. It, it really, like, resonates with actors, you know, because they're very adaptable people um, and they take up, like, a lot of what they see in front of them. I think that's beautiful. Thanks, Justin. I hope they say the same thing. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Um, well, what, what what do you think audiences will take from this then? So they're going to come, they're going to watch the, well, uh, they're going to watch the production. But what do, what do you want them to leave with? I think the thing I would like them most to leave with is this idea that everyone can just be themselves and just accept that, or don't accept it, but just like go through the world as you. And if you cross paths with people that you really connect with just by being yourself like what a fantastic what a fantastic experience that is and if there's somebody that you meet that you don't connect with then just move on and like don't you know don't get hung up by that but also just be you I think that's sort of something we're really trying to celebrate and especially for these young adults I think it's really important for them to 
you know, they're, they're negotiating their way through the world and all of these rules and boxes and things. But when do you just go like, yeah, I don't fit in a box, but also why should I have to try and fit into that? Like, no, thank you. No boxes for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the, the world that we live in now, uh, especially post COVID, those connections, I think you kind of realize, you know, if you don't connect with someone, like why, why, why try to force it? Just move on. And I think that's a really interesting thing for theatre to kind of um, represent because, you know, theatre is all about connect, finding those connections and those, um, and also disconnections as well. So I think that's a really interesting thing to highlight, especially with the ensemble that you have. Yeah, and it was, it's been interesting as well. We had a, a showing back in July with also, you know, a mix of invited audience that some are, you know, huge theatre goers and others, you know, it's, someone from our office that we're just pulling in and their reactions even of the moments when they connect with something on stage and the moments that are quite confronting to them like was of course it's different for every person like that seems very obvious but I think it was um, really nice to know that these ideas we've been working on as well of how do you connect with an audience is very similar to how you connect in life Mm. that there's like some people that you just look at and you're you know, and their tactic is just not um, in sync with your tactic of your personality. So you just get to look at someone else and just block them out sort of thing. Um, (laughs) And I think it's been really nice to sort of play with these two ideas of what we see on the stage and how that is mimicked in life. Mm, That's great. Yeah. And I think um, what I've found uh, most recently is I kind of struggled to connect with the ways people think sometimes. I don't know if it's post-pandemic like change of attitude or it's just me getting older but I yeah that um that resonates with me just if that person you're not connecting with you block them out we'll look at the next person and <laughs> you find those connections in theatre. Completely and at least there's nine ensemble members on stage so if you don't connect with one just look at one of the other eight <laughs> like go wherever you yeah, want. Yeah well the the last thing I want to ask you is what's next for Shopfront? Um, where, where would you like to go? I don't, I don't mean so much like an end goal because I feel Shopfront is always evolving, but what do you kind of see is the next step in the process of Shopfront? What a simple question, Justin. I know. I know. I like to keep them simple. <laughs> so simple. Um, I think, I think you're right that Shopfront is constantly evolving and, it is constantly evolving because we are so responsive to the young people who call Shopfront, you know, home and and are our community. And so a lot of our program and is is actually designed by the young people and is they feed back on it, they give us ideas of things they want in the program. And that I think is really exciting that they get to come up with that and we will make it happen for them. So I think I want to stay open to those, to our young people and to what they want. I also, um, I think Shopfront is, is amazing at creating these opportunities for emerging artists and creating a space for emerging artists to create work. And if that means at times fail, that is really important in developing your practice and becoming a better theatre practitioner. So I want to make sure that those opportunities are still there for emerging artists. Um, We've just planned our 2023 season and 
it's so, so exciting of the things we've got on. And we um, this year we also introduced five paid advisory panels um, for young people and they are, um, yeah, young people, people with disability, culturally and linguistically diverse, LGBTQIA+, and First Nations. And those panels are feeding back on everything that Shopfront does. And the youngest advisory member is 10, um, which I think is super, super great to have a paid opportunity for a 10-year-old to feed back on what Shopfront's doing. And um, from everything to what the building looks like, to what the space we create, what does that, you know, the vibes in the building, what we program. And so those advisory panels have been um, extremely important in feeding back on our 2023 program, which is just going to be, yeah, I'm really, really excited about. So I think really just being responsive to our community members and the people who make Shopfront what it is. Wow, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Ten ten years old is your youngest on the board. Yeah, yeah, ten years old. Wow, what an opportunity. Yeah. Wow, good on you. That's amazing. I've never heard that before. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Well, um, thank you so much, um, Natalie, for, for joining us. So Where Shall We Meet is at Shopfront Arts Co-op from October 5th to October 9th, and you can get tickets at shopfront.org.au. Natalie, thank you so much for your time. This has been insightful and incredible, and I'm uh, it's filled me with a lot of hope about where theatre can go moving forward. Thanks so much, Justin. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you. A massive thank you to Lily Heyman for helping to organise today's episode. Thank you to Natalie Rose for joining us as our guest on the podcast. Tickets for the performances of Where Shall We Meet playing at Shopfront Arts Co-op from the 5th to the 9th of October can be booked at shopfront.org.au or by searching in this episode's description. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Help us support our podcast team and our Theatre Thoughts reviewers by joining our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Or buy us a coffee by donating $5 and help to fund new independent Theatre Thoughts. Follow the link tree in this episode's description for more information. Thanks again and we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.